Hi, I'm Tony Black with Jupiter's Playground, and I use astrology and creativity to help you make decisions with clarity. I teach astrology in a way that is super fun and artsy, not boring and blah. Tune in to discover the mystery behind what makes you unique and what you need to live a full and joy-filled life. <laughs> so this is your, your forecast for May 30th through June 6th. So we're going to go ahead and get started by, I'm going to show you my my screen. So welcome. Let me know how you guys have been. I'm so curious to know how you've been throughout the week. Uh, let me know if you have any questions. If there's something that you would like for me to take a look at in your chart, I would love, we're, we're all here to learn, and I would love to be able to do that uh, in this public space, of course, with your uh with your permission. So if you have a question about something like uh, today during the, the Mercury, the live Mercury play shop, uh, there were some really great questions that came out and I thought, you know, th this would be great to go over in the group. So if you have questions like about the nodes or, you know, whatever, feel free to bring them up and then I can address them here, um, here in this group, because, you know, this is a learning space. This is for all, all of us. And, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm committed to bringing this. I feel like astrology education is, uh, it's, it, you know, self, it's self-knowledge. And it's, um, astrology is a tool. It's a language. It's not, I, I don't necessarily call it a divinate, divinate. It's not for divination. It's more um, a language of, of um, it's, it's kind of like speaking between, uh, between what is, conceptual and what we've we, we don't necessarily have our hands on and you know it's it's bringing it down to earth like mercury <laughs> we've been talking about mercury lately and um and that's what mercury does mercury pulls from the unknown from that kind of uh funny space where you know that that river of creativity where things are not necessarily in form and, and Mercury brings it down to be in, in form through us. That's our job. That's kind of an awesome thing to think about. So, um, but yeah, so the eclipses, uh, the, or the eclipse happened uh, on last week, which was, you know, just absolutely fabulous. I'm curious to know for you how it's been going. Um, and we're now in, in Mercury retrograde in Gemini. And so uh, that's fun. <laughs> but uh, Mars is in Cancer trying to Neptune. And so I, I'm going to go ahead and start with that. So a Mercury's, uh, yeah, here we go. Um, Mercury, um, ah, sorry. Mars is in Cancer trying to Neptune. So Mars here is in Cancer trying to Neptune. That's this blue line right here. That's what that means. Um, and this has to do with the angles. This is again, Neptune is 20, 23 degrees and so is Mars. And so what this means is that this, this is quite a, a watery Mars. I'm going to say that because Mars is in Cancer. It's in Cancer is a watery sign and Neptune is a watery planet. And um, so it's important to, with this transit, to be aware of just undercurrents that can make you defensive. Um, I feel like with this eclipse, there's sort of like defensiveness can be a theme. <laughs> and as, as you will see throughout this week, um, it will continue to be a theme. 
because of one particular transit that I'm going to talk about in just a minute, but um, it may leave you being feeling defensive, but kind of unsure why uh, an artistic vision, it meets uh, action and courage. So that, that could be an, a positive uh, part, a bit about this transit. Um, if there's a chance that you've been wanting to um, to do something creatively, this could be a great transit for, for that. Like do something a little bit more daring with, you know, say you have a crazy idea, wild and crazy idea. Now's the time for, to do that. Um, Mars would kind of like push you into like, Hey, do this. Uh, of course, this Mars is, um, is a pr more protective Mars. Uh, think about a crab, um, cancer is the crab. So think about that crab. The crab has a really protective shell. And so Mars being in, in cancer is a more protective Mars. It, um, yeah. And so it's, it's a little bit more defensive. So defenses are up. That's what this basically comes down to. Um, okay. So moving on to the first move, the moon moves into Pisces. I'm not sure if it's done that quite yet in here. Yes, it did. Okay. So if you look at it, uh, look at this wheel I've got here. And if you're listening to the podcast, of course, you can't see it. But trust me, the moon and Jupiter are conjunct. They're together. They are both at one degree in Pisces. And um, and again, a lot of watery, watery energy. And there's also a lot of mutable energy between the three planets in Gemini. And we've got three planets in Pisces. So we have the sun and Mercury and Venus all in Gemini. And then we have this watery combination of, uh, we have Jupiter, which is um, the one of the, the traditional ruler of Pisces. And then you also have Neptune, which is the modern ruler of Pisces, along with the moon, which is watery since it rules over Cancer. And so, yeah, you've got kind of this airy quality combining with this watery quality. Also, um, immutable so yeah this can be interesting so this the sun venus mercury and gemini can um point and I'm, I'm thinking about in your personal life it could depend on where gemini falls for you which house it's in so look at look in your chart look and see where gemini which house gemini falls in for you and um and you may find yourself uh, collecting and gathering ideas and wanting to do something with them. But with the moon, Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces, this brings an interest in transcendence or even just like this, a desire to kind of like just go do something else. Um, and it's almost like, you know, you want to do a thing because your heart and soul are telling you that it's time to do the thing, but, um, but you can't. You know, you can't, you want to move forward. Um, your heart and soul are telling you that it's time. And in your mental space, you're preparing yourself. So that's what that, that is called. That's about. Uh, so again, it, you may not feel like you're in a place where you can actually take action. You can't really do anything tangible and that can feel frustrating. You know, um, I know that I'm in a space like that right now. I'm like, nah, I'm ready to do this thing, but I can't do it because it's just not time. So, uh, so yeah, there's um, sort of a, a feeling that things need to, to mature before we really move forward and take action. And so the best thing that you can do at this moment is to collect information, continue to collect information and do 
what you can to see all sides because Gemini loves to see all sides and so does Pisces. Pisces likes to take in the whole. So there's a lot of Gemini and Pisces energy in this. Um, yeah, so on the second, moving forward here, there we go. Uh, Venus moves into Cancer. Did it move into Cancer yet And on here? Not quite yet. I'm going to boost it forward a little bit. So yeah, I can move forward by hour. And uh, ha ha, there we go. <laughs> so on the second, it moves into Cancer. And this can evoke feelings of wanting to protect your loved ones. It can bring up sensitivity, wanting to connect and to be with those that you love. Uh, Venus trying Jupiter. When you look at this, here's Venus and it's trying Jupiter. That's that blue line right there. That's a trine. Um, again, when you have uh, Venus is at, at zero degree right here, but of course it can move pretty quickly. And uh, Jupiter is at one degree in Pisces. And, um, and this can bring up extravagance or overdoing it, um, really kind of like wanting to overdo some of those like sensual pleasures because uh, Venus is connected with, with just things that are sensual. It's also connected with um, being with others and being in relationship to others. And Jupiter can, it can, it's, it, this can, it can be a really, really lovely, lovely transit. Just, it's kind of good fun and, you know, playful. Um, but yet at the same time, if you haven't gone out with your buddies in a bit and it's like, all right, let's go to the club, <laughs> you know, and let's, let's go have some drinks. And before you know it, it's like, oh my goodness, I'm on the floor and I'm making out with some guy that I don't know, like that sort of thing. So just be careful. <laughs> um, shopping, you know, it's like, oh my goodness, I've been saving all of quarantine and now it's time to go shopping. And I spent my entire like household budget for three months or something. So just something to, to be uh, aware of. Next, you have the moon conjunct Neptune trying to Mars. So here we go. Um, again, moon moves rather fast. You can see like by the hour, choo, choo. All right. So yes, it's moving rather quickly. It's going to quickly conjoin with, join up with Neptune. There we go. And again, I'm going by hours here. And um, so yeah, by the third at 11.32 a.m. in New York, um, there you go. <laughs> You've got the, the moon uh, that is conjunct with Neptune. And, uh, and then you've also got it trine to Mars and square with Mercury here. Do you see that? And there's that trine to Mars. Ah, and here's another one. I don't know if you noticed that or not, but <laughs> I'll be talking about that one in just a minute. But um, this moon conjunct Neptune trine to Mars. This is a positive aspect that can, and it can give you a capacity to act with sensitivity uh, to the flow of life. This can bring up passive aggression <laughs> though um, in a social context. You know, if you're getting together with your friends for the first time in a really, really long time, just be aware that you know, you, you've got boundaries. Boundaries are important and it's important for you to defend them too. Um, yeah, don't allow people to, to walk all over you just because you haven't seen them in a while. Um, Mercury square to Neptune, 
this can bring up a lot of anxiety, but also it's, um, it brings up, it's sort of like this dreamy state where Mercury pulls from the heavens and it brings it down to earth. Like I was just saying, um, but yeah, it, it can be a little bit of an anxious, uh, transit as well, but Mercury is the planet that travels between the realms of the unconscious and the conscious. So it might be a really useful if you have something that you're kind of mulling over keep a journal next to your bed go to bed and in 10 you can even write down the question um, for mercury or um, I like to I like to think and you know there are different schools of thought and different ways of believing and, and different ways of working with energy and all of that stuff one of the things that I like to do is I like to work with with mercury and also pull in other spirit guides of some sort and that kind of helps me to um, to to kind of leverage my um, question, get 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 some get some answers for what I need. I might even pull a couple of cards, and you know, working with Mercury, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of helpful. Um, but yeah, especially during this Mercury retrograde time. Again, during Merc Merc Mer retrograde, you're going inward and you're following the rule of re's. So you're re-examining, you're rethinking, you're all of that re stuff. If it starts with re, it's a Mercury thing. <laughs> you know? if, if you're going over something, that's 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 a Mercury thing. Um, all right, so I'm gonna switch back to the day. All right, so here we have the moon that is opposite to, uh, not, the, not the moon, I'm so sorry. Uh, here we go, the, the moon, I'm gonna go forward a little bit more. Will it do it now? Uh, all right, maybe not so much. Okay. Sorry, I want to go back just a little tiny bit until the moon hits the point that I want it to. Uh, hmm. Okay. So the moon, haha, trying to Pluto. There it is. All right. Do you see that? And for those of you who can't see the moon, there's a little blue line between the moon and Pluto. All right, so this can bring up intensity and it can bring up passion. Think of mama bear instinct. That's what this can bring up. It can also bring up a clash of wills in the family arena. And the sun trying to Saturn is another transit uh, right here. See that blue, big blue line, the sun trying to, trying to Saturn. And um, along with all of the creative transits from the second, from the second this transit can help you put some structure to creative routines. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you've been wanting to maybe schedule some time in your day to, um, to have a, a painting practice or something, this can be a really good transit for that. And it can possibly bring up feelings of loneliness. So, um, which I feel that loneliness is something that I'd like to speak to for a moment because, uh, it can also make you feel like you don't have enough time, but I want to speak to the loneliness aspect for a second. Once again, you're, we need to work with Mercury um, and ask it what you need to know right now, especially if you're going through a period of loneliness. Loneliness can feel existential. Uh, you can, it can make you feel like, you know, why 
am I here if I'm just here to sense this loneliness or aloneness? And it can be heavy. It can be incredibly heavy. You have the right to feel any way that you feel about it. You can feel angry and you have the right to feel depressed. You have the right to feel the way you feel about this loneliness. It's um, something that we humans were were designed to feel. Um, of course, you know that if, it, if it's something that you feel at a very profound level for an extended amount of time, it's time to, to seek out help. But um, but at the same time, we do go through waves of feeling great and, and feeling not so lonely, and then it'll hit you again. So it's just something that um, to be aware of. But this feeling, this transit can also trigger feelings about abandonment. So um, in Buddhist philosophy, there, there will be waves of loneliness. And while we're here on this planet, we, we're here to experience it. And again, it's not pleasant but be with it and sit with it and do what it is that needs to be done with it um something that could be incredibly helpful is just really seriously leaning into that feeling as painful as it can be and really listening for what is it that i need to do next um aloneness and loneliness can bring up has a way of revealing to you your next step in a process of um of kind of like enlightenment or you know what whatever you want to say but it's your next next biggest step step that you can take toward your own personal development so um it can be a profound deeply profound teacher so use it use use that use loneliness as a teacher and especially if you have saturn in your chart and it's a it's a really strong saturn it can be one that is telling you hey you know you need to um, really pay attention to your loneliness what is your lonely loneliness telling you and it always has a message for you always so um, moving forward by the day now <laughs> is, uh, June 5th, and this can be a rather combustible day. That's what I'll say about that. Mercury is squared to Neptune on this day. And like it has been because Mercury is retrograde. So it's going to be going around this one, kind of fishtailing it, um, a couple times. Again, this can bring up anxiety. Mars is opposite to Pluto. So this is a really, really important transit. And I feel like it's almost like, uh, what's that po point on a teeter-totter where you've got the little pointy thing and then the teeter-totter goes around. So the point in the middle, this is it. <laughs> I'm like, is that the fulcrum? I'm not really sure what, how, you, how, we, how you would talk about that. But um, so yeah, this transit, whoo okay. Um, it's downright combustible. It can bring up some deep-seated rage. Uh, depending on, on how you're feeling about the loneliness conversation, you know, it might be a good time to go out into the woods and go, you know, like that, that scene from uh, garden state where they just go out to the ledge of the, I don't know, junkyard, whatever it was that they were at and they just screamed that, <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, 
downright combustible. It can bring up some deep-seated rage. Um, and this is a really great time to do some sort of intense outdoor activity. Go bungee jumping if you've never done that before. It might be, it'll be a great day to do that. Uh, go run in the woods. It's um, again, so this is the, the teeter-totter point between of the Mercury retrograde and it, it's this point also that's in the middle of the eclipses. So it's kind of flavored by, the eclipses are sort of flavored by this. So what we're doing with this time, uh, anything with Pluto has to do with transmutation and transformation, transformation, transmutation. And Mars acts as a courageous um, catalyst. So you, you need the courage and we need transformation. Yes. But there's also the, there, there's also the, the fiery aspect of this. So, uh, you know, I think of the tower, <laughs> the, that card, the, the tarot card. The tower, blah, that's kind of the, the Mercury and Pluto <laughs> opposition. That's what that feels like. Um, but yeah, go run in the woods uh, and, and pay attention to, to what happens during this time. Again, this is eclipse season. Whatever ha happens, whatever sorts of issues are coming up for you right now, six months from now, they're going to be coming back and you're going to be revisiting a lot of these themes again. Okay, so uh, let's see here. Hmm. Um, it's important to go into this time consciously um, to be with your breath. And, but when the situation calls for it, don't be afraid to, to step up to the plate and to do something about it because rage is the immune system of the emotions. So... Uh, then you also have the moon square to Mars. <laughs> this is I'm just like, really, really? Uh, let's see here. Um, if we move forward a little tiny bit, the moon's going to be clicking in here. Just, just trust me. <laughs> it's gonna, and you know how quickly the moon, the moon works, but right now, it, it, once it clicks into that 25 degree, it's going to be on the fifth as well. Um, this is this can allow you to express your emotions in a constructive way. Uh, it may maybe give yourself permission to go out again, scream in the woods uh, before assembling your arsenal and moving forward to fight the good fight, that sort of thing. Uh, Mars is still in Cancer again, it's defensive. So just keep that in mind. Um, so between the fifth and the sixth, the moon is going to be moving between Aries and which is a cardinal fire sign in Taurus and um, and this is a fixed earth sign. So this could mean that the tensions between Mars and Pluto, that Mars and Pluto opposition could result in a buckling down, um, like holding down the fort. So uh, possibly feeling like you're being backed into a corner, wanting to just take swings at people. So that's something to just be conscious of. Again, this is the weather report. So you know <laughs> what's coming up. And of course, a lot of this depends too on, um, on your own chart and where each of these, these players is interacting with, with the, the players that are uh, present in your chart too. So that's kind of fun. Um, so yeah, so that's about it. Today I had a lovely meeting with some of my Mercury peeps. And uh, if you would like the replay, it's not too late to go ahead and purchase that out and I'll get that out to you. Um, 
Also, I'm putting together an interactive mercurial experience workbook style. We're going to be taking a tour of each of the of Mercury in each of the signs and each of the, the elements. And it's going to be an interactive, creative movement based. It's going to be super fun and it'll help you to really get to know Mercury. And Mercury influences us, as you know all the damn time, <laughs> you know? especially now when it's in, when it's retrograde, a lot of us feel it. Um, but yeah, it's not too late to join for, join me uh, for that as well. It has me in stars. It's going to start on Wednesday. I'm going to be kicking out that first video on Wednesday. So uh, I'll be dropping a link below. So um, let me know again, if you have any questions, I would seriously, seriously love to read some of your charts, if you would like me to um, to cover anything in your in your um, in your life, you know, when it comes to your chart, of course, uh, this all depends on whether or not you want to you, you mind me like using it as a teaching tool. Uh, yeah, so there is that, and um, I'm gonna double check see if there are any questions in here. I don't believe that there are. All right, and I believe that that's it. So anyway, you guys, I enjoy your week. Let me know if you have any questions, any astrology questions whatsoever. And until we meet again, bye bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Jupiter's Playground podcast. If you loved it, please slap that subscribe button and share it with everyone you know. Bye for now.